Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and Abby, I are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. So she brings her cell phone in there every damn time. And she's always next to me on the treadmill. And I'm, when I go in there, it's like, commit. You are working out for one hour. That's all. That's all. Unless someone is on fire and you know someone is going to be on fire, just work out for the hour. Just be there. But then she's just like, I'm running my ass off, you know? And she's like going to two miles an hour. And she's just like checking her messages. And she's carrying on full conversations with whatever friend she brought. So, so then they're like talking loud because they have to talk over the music and the instructor and who's like telling you what to do next so that your eyes don't pop out of your skull. Okay. I'm just going to have to pause right okay. now. Okay. Orange Theory, which is now opening up in my neighborhood down the street. Ooh. And they tried to recruit me. I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't think so. Do it because then is you can it? put my name in and then I can get 50 bucks off. Listen, Oprah, it's not about you. It is, I have a real gym with real weights. It's not Lucille Roberts. Have my inflatable ball. We're going to do circles. Lucille Roberts, two for one. Mention Aaron's name. You get a free towel. Gwen is doing nails in the locker room. Half off nails with Gwen for the next half hour. So is Orange Theory just like a really long class, like a boot camp? I need a class. It is a one-hour class, but it targets it's everything so you spend like 20 minutes on the treadmill but it's all cohort it's all done in a very lighter berries is that what this is no no berries is no joke no i know that that's That's... actual boot camp that's like training for special ops that's why all those guys look like that jesus i know but that's why they've blown out kneecaps and elbows and stuff yeah i'm waiting until they turn turn 40 i like that yeah no it's like it's like a a one-hour class, and it hits everything. So you do your cardio, you do your strength. It sort of like attacks walk all Walk me of through it. it. I walk in the door. You I'm walk assuming in the door. it's just orange and cream, like a creamsicle. I wish the color weren't orange because the what... lights are orange in there. <laughs> so what? The lights are orange. Oh, so it's red for berries and orange. Yeah, orange. so when you walk in, like the mood is set. blue. Yeah, well, at least there's no strobe effect. So well, no, because everyone will die. Exactly. So it's the far. color palette, like black, orange, and cream? Cream? Look, because white is kind of harsh. No, it's white. Oh. White, I guess cream would make me sick. Anyway, thinking of a creamsicle. Only you would call it cream, not off-white. It's cream. It is. Or ivory. You go in, and you either start on the floor, the rower, or the treadmill. I like to start on the treadmill. Get that heart rate going. Is there a path? Is There's it like a path. A, is it like a is it like a Candyland board where you have to? Kind you're of given like... an assignment, so you're on treadmill seven. So you walk in, hi Debbie, Erin McGuire, and she's like, "Hey, Welcome to class. hey, Erin, you're on tread seven. And so whatever your number tread is, that's also your rower, that's also your floor spot. Oh, very good. organized. So you don't have to figure out a combination. No, no, you you have your path. Mm-hmm. So I start on the tread. Do you all start at the same time? Yes. Everybody's starting at the same time, but the instructor is like instructing each different section. So, so let me ask. So, if the one gym has one class per one gym for all, right? So when you so I can't like go in at like half past seven. Nope, nope. Because it's the class is already underway. So like the gym is locked when 
You can't just casually go in and pick up weights and okay. do whatever you want to do. That's all I needed to know. Continue. Okay. All right. So you're tethered to whatever the class schedule okay. is. But the class is going to hit all of the major points. And it's bright. No. It's orange. It's a light orange. It's toasty. Okay. 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 Now, the goal is, why it's called Orange Theory, is to spend 12 minutes in the orange or red zones. Five zones. Five heart rate zones. Uh-huh. Gray, blue, green, Orange, red. You with me? Yeah, I got it. You spend most of your time in the green. That's the fat burning zone. And then the red and the orange are the afterburn zones. You have to spend 12 minutes in there to achieve afterburn, which means you will be burning calories for the next 24 to 48 hours after your workout. Are you with me? (laughs) Yes, but all I'm really thinking of that scene, um, there's something about Mary when the guy who's just killed everybody, the seven minute abs. He's like, well, what if someone comes up with six-minute abs? Six-minute abs? That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and like most fitness, it's bullshit, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. However, comma, I did bring my jewels to a class one time, and they, they set you up with a heart rate monitor, and you're very, like, tethered to numbers, which I like, because it sure. means I'm hitting certain points and whatever. Yeah. Keeps you on track. But me, because I have no blood in my body, takes a long time. For me to even get out of the gray zone because the heart rate monitor is like, what is this? What? What are we attached to? Nothing's moving. You're like a, a really long hard boiled egg. Exactly. I'm a slow boil. Yeah. I'm a soft oh, boil. Jeez, I thought this was a five minute like, egg. Christ, this egg is taking forever just to get a heart rate. Honey, it's cement. On the flip side, my jewels was in the red zone so much the instructor came up to him and said, Are you gonna be okay, sir? Because I'm looking at your heart rate monitor, and and this is not, like, he just stayed red. And he's on a little rower looking at me being like, oh, hi, uh, it's good that I'm in the red zone, right? I'll keep burning. And I was like, it's not good. You're going to have a heart attack, and I'm going to watch it. Does he go with you a lot? No, he only went there once. Mm. The one time. So then why does he look so slim? Is it he's the, a delicate, dainty. What's he doing upstairs? to? No, because he hasn't really been on the Peloton. I don't know why you look we so don't have to slender. Blow up a spot like that. Well, let's be honest. COVID. COVID. That didn't do anything to you. And mm. he had he had a lot of tacos the other night. Why are you so slim? So yes, all this is to say is please join Orange Theory. Say my name so I can give fifty bucks off for a I month. I will tell you right now, I will never join it. I join a real gym with real weights and. Um, well, la di da. Well, if and I it's underground to- because it's shameful. Okay. Go ahead. So me and Jules go out for a day. And then he's like, well, what are we going to... Hi, I have a great idea. Takes me to a huge cemetery Mm -hmm. where they also have, what is it? A columbarium, which is where you keep ashes, people's ashes. That sounds like that thing that... um that used to be in banks when you like put your deposit in. Like, <laughs> I just, just got to put, put in... my money in the columbarium. Yeah, and just sucks right up to him. Got it. Thank you. To oh, me, can I have sounds... a pen? Sure. One second. <laughs> <laughs> I love that thing. They need more of those. They That's... should have those in bars. They should have that at a cemetery. They should. Bye, mom. <laughs> there she goes. Ooh, shit! I forgot her earrings. She's with Jesus now. Yeah. 
Or Dave. Or whatever. Who works in the columbarium. We just put it right here next to the checks. Great. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you, you give can me do the... your banking and grieving at the same hey, time. Hey, you have to put your mother in these little <laughs> coin rolls, okay? Because we're not going to do that for you. Or you can just bring her to the coin star. You can't just have it just willy-nilly like this. Oh, please bring me to the coin star when I die. <laughs> Since we've talked so She's much, Aaron stuck inside the coin star. This <laughs> is everywhere. We're gonna have to get. Oh God! No, don't add Clorox spray. <laughs> because we've talked so much about ashes and stuff. I don't know how he got it in his head to bring me to this place for a nice afternoon out. Were you exercising? No. Okay. It was just. Hi, oh, I have a great a lot of idea. Exercise at you know, we could. We had like the afternoon to ourselves. There was literally a bowling alley right there. We could have gone anywhere, mm-hmm. and instead, he brings me to this columbarium. Have some sort of conversation about. No, this okay, came uh, out of nowhere. But, but, but you know, in the past, about getting older, well, what are we going to do when the time comes? All that stuff. Yeah, but this was mm-hmm. not a conversation that was like recent. Like we've already talked about, we're putting you in the. The fan, and yeah, we're spraying you. Yeah, people. We, yep. we are, yeah. And I've decided that I want, like, I, 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 look, he better hope that I go first because mine involves a lot of trips places. Like, I want, like, an arm in Hawaii. I want some of me in Napa. I want a lot of me in the lake in New Hampshire. I want Boston. Like, Wait, so I'm assuming you want to be cremated? If not, no, no, this would I be think just awesome the parts. If you did just have your body <laughs> cut up. All I want, yes, I want my remains scattered, but I didn't say ashes. Excellent. You got to be real specific. So, yeah, like put an arm in Napa. You, you just divide me up. Will you have a ring on or like a sleeve? Oh, I don't know. Like I leave that up to him. I don't care if I'm naked after that. The nudity issue. Oh, I'm, not will be... I'm just wondering if you just want some kind of accessory. Oh, okay. Well, like if your if your leg, do you want a shoe? Do you want a sandal? Oh, no, definitely a heel. Yeah. Like I want to look like the um, the lamp in Christmas Story. Okay. Like put a fishnet on it. Sure. Yeah. So you can, and especially nobody's going to think it's shady if a single white man is carrying body parts in trash bags around the globe. Now, a quick question. So if one leg has fishnets, do you want the other one to also have a fishnet? No, no. Let's switch it up. So like maybe like a daytime, a nighttime. Yeah. yeah. Looks like a pump. Feels like a sneaker. Yeah. So like one is more, I'm athletic, but yet I'm also a slutty girl. I'm like a kickback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one should have like, one arm should have maybe like a Madonna 1980s like, uh, glove, fingerless oh, glove. I thought you were going to do like um, one of those Hindu ink things. Oh, a henna tattoo. Henna tattoo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Let me, it's not really connected to my people. So okay. I don't I was know. I just wondering. I don't know if like. Whatever. By that time. A sleeve. At the, by that point, I'm going to have a tattoo sleeve. Mm, so great. it'll be moot. Great. All this being said, uh, we he takes me on like a grand trip of this, this cemetery uh-huh. and columbarium because his friend is in the columbarium. <laughs> this guy that he knows was... Columbarium was, is what? Because it sounds like you're saying columbine and aquarium. And, and it sounds it like a, a thing that you would get done at a hospital to your A. I'm getting a high columbarium done today. I haven't eaten in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. It's a columbarium is a place where you keep people's ashes and urns. So if you don't want to have the urn here, like, you know, mm-hmm. we have a little bit of daddy here mm-hmm. in the <laughs> uh-huh. in the Maha'a lounge, you can you have the choice of putting like the bulk of Jules's father's ashes are in a cemetery in Florida, which is 
it's like half cemetery, half columbarium, but it's also like a, a U.S. Army one. Like it's, it's military a military cemetery. cemetery. There's the words. So is it like the wall in uh, uh, where all like the stars are buried? Like that? Oh, yes. It can look like that. Yeah. But okay. this thing, like, wow. Wowee. I mean, what an operation. Is it indoors? Well, yeah. The columbarium is indoors. They, they have some outdoor spots that are like, covered over so it's like a you know carport looking Mm -hmm. thing so you have the option of being outside or in Mm -hmm. i would choose in because the air conditioning is lovely Mm. there's a lot of dark heavy woods in there okay and you want i mean it's huge it looks like it used to be a bank i love it when buildings are repurposed yeah like especially a dairy queen a dairy queen looks like a dairy queen it will never be a law office but it could be a cemeterium could also be a friendlies too right oh yeah but you walk in, it's huge. I mean, first of all, this, the actual cemetery is very impressive. But you walk into the columbarium and you're like, well, this is nice. And he knew where to bring me to meet his friend. Mm-hmm. We'll call him Arthur. Okay. And you walk in and there's different ways that the urns can be sort of displayed. And uh, he goes and he introduces me to Arthur. You can buy a little section there. And it's all glass front. So there's the urn, which was a very nice urn, very bougie, very small, mm-hmm. very okay. dainty, delicate man, and a framed picture of him next to it. Do most people have that? Well, that's where it gets fun. <laughs> so people have accessorized. Yes, people have accessorized their glass box. Oh, a lot of merchandising. Yes. So like you can books. have anything on display okay. that you want. You're... You buy that box, you buy your glass box, and your ashes are going to be put in there, but then they have to put in whatever you want. Do you want a butt plug in there? Go for it. No. I mean, how to, such as in life as he is in death, mm-hmm. you know? Well, that's private. Ex- well, whatever. Whatever you want to do, you put something in there, something fun. Oh, see, now he good. wants us to do this and have like a wacky picture and music playing and maybe like a Bose speaker that would never, you know, the battery sure. would never sure. die. But if the battery died, then it would get its own little section. <laughs> we bury that. <laughs> nice. We really thought about everything soup to nuts. Yeah. And his nuts will be in a whole different columbarium. Mm. Yeah. So it's also, but the thing is like, when you buy your little section, you can't control who's buying the sections around you. And the nerdiest man ever is in the columbarium to the left of him. He had a great picture. He looked fabulous. He was like dressed to the nines. But the nerdy guy, it was like a laser background picture. Which, unless he meant to do this sort of ironically. Yeah, yeah, which my hat's off to him, if that's the case. It's some of the pictures are so funny. And now I'm walking around in this, just laughing in this columbarium. But I was like, I should probably leave. (laughs) I don't think you should have brought me here. Let's go bowling. (laughs) What a wonderful date day. So what do people have on display? A picture of themselves, a book? Uh, You know, jewelry, which, you know, the heart of the ocean. (laughs) Like, doesn't anyone, uh, isn't anyone worried about Getting break-ins? Yeah. Oh, this this is like security 24-7. There's always somebody patrolling. We saw a random priest walk through, and I was like, is he alive or is that a ghost? There's a lot in there. There's also people that are just fully buried. There's also full families. You know, you could get a whole section in a wall. Mm-hmm. It's like, Diagostino, you can go visit the whole family. Or you can go shopping. Diagostinos. Yeah. 
Oh, I love Dia. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a more of a smaller selection. So, are you saying that they're all, the family's all buried, as in like the entire body, or like just the ashes? I don't know. But they could put the full bod in there. Yeah. What must be extra weird is that you see. What must be strange for the family is that you see your name up there, like TikTok, just yeah. waiting. So it's like Milton. And you can see that, like, James Milton died in 1955. Uh, Jenny Milton died in 1973. And then, and then there's Abe. You know, and it's like, eh? Just it's waiting. just blank. We're just waiting for you in here, man. You know, I think to save money, if you didn't want to be cremated, but yet you didn't want to keep buying plots, they should do, like, those... Um, uh, vacuum seal bags where it's you know mm. you put all your clothes in and it like you know 12 coats turn into one exactly it's they so good for that. storage space yeah. i don't know maybe they do i don't yeah like take it, all the air out of your body I mean, and then just just really basically really tight like a dehydration machine yeah like fruit leather yes like but just for set bodies. it and forget it and then just load all the we said it and what forget, forget it, it. ronco yeah <laughs> Death by Ronco. <laughs> I support this. And I support you, because you know what it's time to do? No. Say welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Bill Belichick. And I'm Ursula Andrews. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Oh, my God. Wait, what is that from? My uterus just tilted. It sounds like... Uh... Like the early computer when you did something. Oh, like when it would when your Mac would boot up or something. Yeah, and you're like Jesus. Sad Mac. Christ. Sad Mac. You know who's not sad? Us. Mac. Because this oh. week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the Macs and advice articles Return of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. That's right. We're bringing them out. We're putting them on display in a columbarium with awkward pictures, and uh, oh I think they're Lee Press on nails. We're reading their articles, damn it. That's okay. what we do. This week, all weeks, this week, next week, your week, everybody's week. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias, at DearPodOfficial, on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. We have a website, DearPodOfficial.com, where you can binge every last sexy-ass episode. Mm. Email us, please, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs with any advice questions you may have, because we will answer one of them right here on the air every week, and you could be that lucky person seeking advice. So let us give it to you. Let us also give you our YouTube Dear Pod Official, and finally and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Official, where for a mere three or five dollars a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. That's right. We could fill your columbarium with all sorts of chotch. We'll just shove it all in there for it all to be on. If you were a hoarder in life, you should be able to hoard in your columbarium. I feel like some people do that. In the coffin, anyway. Sometimes when you go up, and you're like, "What is this? baseball cards?" What? These people don't want to be buried with this shit. <laughs> no, you just bury them in like this m- the most expensive shit that they have, and then all of a sudden it's like flowers, a wonder and mop. Trinkets what and is notes this? And shit that's like they don't need this. No, I mean, like, well, oh, unless... we always shared this together. A sandwich, comic books. My gosh, <laughs> she she loved ham and cheese. She loved ham and cheese. Her lips are sewn shut. So think about it. Look, you're not the little girl from Poltergeist, putting a Twizzler in the box of the bur- the bird for when he's hungry, for when he's lonely. <laughs> 
For when it's nighttime. Yeah, Carol Ann, you're dumb. Think about Stupid. it. Stupid. Well, and half that cast is gone now, so everybody enjoy right. the poltergeist yeah. column, bury them. Everybody. Don't oh go near God, it. the assistant director's in there. Why is the TV out in front? I know. She likes to keep it on Channel 3, <laughs> all static all day. So, all right, kids. This week we have a new theme for you, and our theme is airplanes. Aero. Aerospace, aeroflight, nautical. Air oh, wait, travel. that's not nautical. No, that's not. No, aeron- aeronauts. Aeronauts. I love flying. I'm not going to lie. Even now, in this day and age where it's a pain in the ass and you have to take off all your clothes and have a, you Uh know, anal cavity search, which, hey. That's rough. Give me a reach around. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. I love flying. I love it. Mm. Um, I used to, and now I don't care for it so much. I'd rather just not. I just, you know, it's like. You think about it, it's like, oh, it's an only an hour flight, but really it's about like six hours of your time to do. Yeah, all it's this the shit. process of getting there. And if you fly out of JFK, you basically have to sleep on the tarmac the night before. Right. I'm convinced that you could actually stay on a plane in JFK and you'd still be like, wake up and go, I got to give myself two hours uh-huh. to get there on time. And then when you get there and sometimes you're too early, then you're like, well, now what do I do? Oh, well, see, I like that part. I like being early. Because then I always, when I fly, I get my coffee, I get my trashy magazines, and I feel ready to go. Mm. I do not like the people that fly. Just people. I don't like people. We know this. So then why do you like to fly? I like I like knowing that I'm starting the day off in a different place than I will end it. I like the destination, I mm-hmm. think, of knowing that. And so maybe like I'm travel, still in love with flying. the glamour. Yeah, maybe that's it. So you actually don't like flying. No, but I don't like travel because I, if I was like, I don't like being in the car that long. It's right. exhausting But you me. like the idea of travel, but not actually the reality of travel. No, I think I just hate people. Okay, which involves traveling. Yeah, but mm, I, mean. I want to fly private. Have you ever flown private? <laughs> yeah, all that I flew out here. Come yeah. on, you you are connected to the point zero 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 one percent. You've never flown in a private jet no. anywhere. No. I want to know what that feels like just once. Maybe I don't because then why bring me to the mountaintop if I can't own the whole town? You know. That's true. I don't. Maybe I don't want to know how glorious and glamorous it would be to take out all the grinding. I mean, when you are rich. You can travel high end. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to wait for anything. I was supposed to go to a friend's wedding on a private jet that was owned by one of like the point zero 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 one percent, and I I wanted to know what that was like. Now he this tells you how rich this person is. Left his passport in the other country, gets to the airport, realizes he doesn't have his passport, and they say, "Oh, that's fine." Just let him out of the country. And he flew across country sans passport. Mm, I don't know about that. Well, but he did. Because when you're rich, you can make shit happen. And then you don't have to be with the people who wear the neck pillows through security. Which I still don't think that actually helps anybody. When they sleep? Because what's explain the ergonomics of that. You can't relax your head forward. Like, you just... eh. You can't, you're just sitting Don't we all have different size necks, lengths? Like if you gave it to a giraffe, like you gave a giraffe, you know, brand X neck pillow, they're like, you stack them. It's like a ring toss. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. 
There's a pillow for every fat head. Yes, but you have, but not everyone finds the. It's like a bra. Not everyone gets the right one. Tell me about it, and that's why I'm not wearing one. Great. Which is a perfect way to say, let's do some articles. Sure. Let me get my pants off. Let's get comfortable. Okay. All right, little boy. This one's from the Miami yeah. News, Miami, Florida, June 16th, 1979. Dear Abby, I had to make an emergency trip and couldn't get a confirmed reservation on a plane, so I went to the airport and took my chances on a standby. Fortunately, I got on a flight. Unfortunately, I was placed in the smoking section, and I'm allergic to smoke. I was so grateful to have gotten on the plane, I wasn't about to make waves. Well, my seat partner was a chain smoker. After her third cigarette, misspelled, I asked her if she could please cut down her smoking. She said, I wish I could, honey, but I am a nervous wreck when I fly, and I have to smoke. What would you have done in my place? Signed, Allergic. I'm Elaine Stritch, and you're sitting next to me on the plane for the next five hours. Would you like a Pall Mall? <laughs> I have to go on an hairspray. At I the just end shit of my flight. pants. <laughs> Dear allergic, I would have sent up smoke signals to the flight attendant who said on takeoff, if there's anything I can do to make your flight more enjoyable, please let me know. I. The idea that there was ever smoking on planes is so funny to me. And the fact that there used to be a smoking section. It's a tube. Right. How many seats are There's there? There's no open window. Yeah, you, you're not. You can't divide it with a wall with There's that sad little curtain. Yeah, no. yeah. So everybody's, if you make a smoking section in a plane, it's called the plane. It's the whole plane. Right. Is your smoking section. I wonder how many flight attendants died from lung cancer. Oh my smoke. God, I can't even imagine can you imagine sitting in like a concentrated little area like that, just smoke billowing? Like, what do you have, like 30 seats? I'm just like rows and rows of people chain smoking. I love the pictures from the 50s. But of, just like sitting there. I know, in their own filth. Wouldn't that, then they're like, I'm sorry, if that's going to happen, then the rest, everybody can just... Fart. Yes, exactly. Just shit your pants yeah. right where you are. Just don't just even like, get well, up to this pee. This is the smoking, this is the farting section. <laughs> farting section i swear i have been on some really questionable smelling planes well one of the worst things that one of oh you know the biscoff crackers the what biscoff cookies no oh my god they're so good and they would give them to you on certain flights they're like little almost gingerbread you can buy them at at cost plus world market oh i know (gasps) they're so good i actually should pick some up today okay might as well uh you see Flights bring out the most disgusting parts of human beings. Yes. And there was a mother traveling with this kid. First of all, and he's probably like 10 years old. Mm -hmm. He filled that seat and like a chunky kid. And they were giving out Biscoff cookies. So everybody gets, you know, a single little cookie thing, whatever. And I'm watching this kid. And the mother asks for more cookies for him. And so... Augustus, Augustus, sweetheart, you're going to tank the whole plane. The the stewardess, I almost just said nurse, stewardess, bring, flight attendant, mm-hmm. what have you. Okay. Well, stewardess at the time, I think. Okay, well, we don't have tech. Brings more cookies for this kid. Mm-hmm. And he's eating them and throwing the wrappers just in the aisle. Just in the aisle. Mm. eating, throwing. I love this kid. And 
the mother asks for her to bring basically a whole sleeve of these things. This kid, if he ate one cookie, he ate about 50, and there's just fucking wrappers. Just, and the mother doesn't give a shit. Nobody gives a shit because you don't live a, here. I could barely get a second pack of peanuts. How does this kid get? A sleeve of Biscoff cookies, which are not easy to come by. I would and also say what, no to him. I would also, if I were the flight attendant, be like, I'm not bringing you shit until you pick up all the crap and the crumbs. I'm a flight attendant, not a housekeeper. I'm not your mom. Oh, wait, that's your mom. And she should be doing something about this. Just garbage. I don't, I'd probably be fired within the first He day. was diagonally in front of me and I was like, I don't know if it's legal. I mean, like... If I killed in open air, mm-hmm. you can't charge me I guess in any one on state. What, yeah, what state you flew over. Exactly. Like, so now I have like a murder charge in Idaho. That's fine. Oh my God. Can you imagine being a flight, like being a flight attendant with zero, like I would have zero like edit. Well. Like you going to pick that up? One of my. Or did you just talk to me like that? Exactly. Oh, you you gonna, of all you, people. You're going to ask me for a Diet Coke, even though I just asked you for one. And now I'm at the other side of the plane. <laughs> Oh, you want some hot coffee? Because there's no air conditioning. There's no air conditioning in the plane, and you want something hot to your mouth. This is like watching people smoke when it's like the weather is outside, it's yep. 100 degrees. Watching people smoke outside, and like a hot day. I'm like, you put fire to your mouth and inhaled smoke, and you're complaining about the heat? It's tar. In your throat. In your throat. It's hotter than fuck outside. Why don't you just swallow fire? It's Satan's asshole. And you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna barbecue. I just cannot imagine. Like, excuse me, flight attendant? Yes. Um, the woman behind me is kicking the seat. Did you say anything to her? <laughs> no. Well Solve your own problems. Yeah. Okay, well, why don't we here's the problem in the world today. Communication. I'm trying to wedge this so, cart. I'll be like, Judge Judy, did you hit her? Yeah. Okay. Moving Are on. Are you upset? Yeah. Deal. Okay, deal with it yourselves. Next, get out of here. $50 to each of you. (laughs) And I'm changing my robe to a nice gentle lavender color now. I'm I'm pulling my hair back in a ponytail. I know, her whole look has changed. I was like, oh God. She went from Janet Lee to like Brenda Lee. She's regressing. I don't don't get it. what's happening. I don't get it. I would. I'd love to be a flight attendant for like maybe a day. You of all people. But we have a friend who is a flight attendant. The bag doesn't fit. The so, bag doesn't fit. I'd be screaming, like when growing up, like Maureen, telephone, like yelling from the basement to my sister's uh, bedroom. And that's how I would be on a plane <laughs> if I saw some, like you know, when you see someone who do, who's like flunked shapes, yeah, uh-huh. and shoving something into the. I'm gonna get the triangle into the circle Absolutely overhead. Not. And I don't know why the overhead, certain ones like you could fit like a full body. The other ones you it's just it's just an envelope. I don't know what, or just a small hat, like a cap. <laughs> I would be Doesn't fit. You're gonna have to check it. Whose hoodie is that? You're taking up unnecessary <laughs> Lucille Roberts! I mean, see, <laughs> I would just be like, and I love the ones that actually kind of do that. Doesn't ma'am doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. Bad place to stand. Doesn't fit. Bad place to stand. And there's still, there's like a line of people. It's like hotter than hell outside. So that means all that heat's coming in. Oh, God. I know. We're just waiting for you. We've got a line going down the runway. (laughs) 
Just keep moving. Keep moving. Oh, you didn't check all six of your bags? All right. I have an article for you from the Leader Telegram. All Claire, Wisconsin. January 8th, 2001. Oh, what? A kind of recent one. I know. Dear Ann Landers, may I voice my support for being tolerant of overweight people on airplanes? I recently sat in the center seat in a fully booked aircraft next to a man who weighed at least 350 pounds. My first reaction was, oh no. (laughs) Then I realized it was probably no picnic for him either. I lifted the seat arm separating us and offered to share the space. That broke the ice, and soon I was having a delightful conversation with this extremely intelligent person. The hours flew by, and I arrived with his ass on me. The hours flew by, and I arrived at my destination with a potentially valuable business contact. There's a lesson here worth learning. Signed, Alabama Gal. Dear Alabama, the lesson is cast your bread upon the waters, and you might get back caviar sandwiches. Hey. That's a lot of fish eggs for that a is, sandwich. It is. It's a lot of fish eggs uh, bleeding over into your space. I do like the fact that there was a positive outcome because the ones that I read were like, this my son friend of a Debbie had to buy two seats because she's enormous. <laughs> and like stuff like that. And they had to change that uh, that seatbelt and add the addition to it. That is so that is right. that's rough. I know. If you get on and they're like, you're going to need this. I kind of don't understand a seatbelt on an airplane. I just kind of don't. If we're going down, we're going down. We're you, dying. My neck is going to snap either way. Maybe. So. Well, except have you seen some of the videos when there's um, uh, turbulence mm-hmm. and you're not strapped into that mofo? The mm. people who float right up to the ceiling oh, and I come right back right. down. I guess you're So right. we need these things. Okay. Somebody did something. I guess. When ergonomically designing an airplane to be like, you know what? These assholes should be strapped in. I guess you're right. Now, buses, on the other hand, you're on your own. Uh, I mean, ser- there is no buses, city no bus. train. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you, you imagine if there was a, that'd be gross if you had to get, you'd share someone else's seatbelt oh, after I getting in on a bus? I can't. Please. Did you, there was an article in the, um, I think I sent it to you about uh, the subway. And they had to take take certain cars out of commission because they were filled with fecal matter because people have just decimated it. But the picture you sent looked like somebody had a food fight in a cafeteria in an 80s movie. Right. But they're not going to show the train covered Covered in in Willy Wonka's chocolate fudge factory. How bad does it have to be that they took it out of commission? Because I've seen some shit, literally. On trains. Yes. Now, I have seen those people when I get off at uh, Chamber Street. and it's (laughs) That's so specific. And there's like the group of people like, here we go. They have to like clean out the whatever. Can you imagine like getting to the one car and like, all right. Oh, no. What happened? Why is there all this brown? Yeah. You know, that thought haunts me because of what happened to me on New Jersey Transit after the famous incident of the bad sushi. Yes. Now, I left that sad public train bathroom in, in like, I Jackson Pollocked. It was not in a state that, but the worst part was when they took me out on a stretcher, I saw the cleaning crew going in. (laughs) So I passed by, (laughs) and I'm like, see if you can save my jeans. I left them in there. They're 
watched them going in as I was coming out, yeah, and I, I was like, oh, I my God, they know. It's now they put a face to the disaster, you yeah. know? You know who did this. Yes, I, it Timothy was McVeigh did, you know? It uh, was not. Wow. I know. Was... I went there. Mm. Poor people cleaning up. I know this is a far field from our article, but still. It is. Go on. Give me one. Okay. This is from the Wichita Eagle, Wichita, Kansas. February 5th, 1965 was a Friday. Twas. Dear Abby, I met a fellow who flies for an airline, and we clicked right away, so we made a date for the next layover he had there. When he showed up, he was wearing a regular suit, and he didn't look nearly as good to me. I kiddingly told him that on our next date, I wanted him to wear his uniform. He said he wouldn't wear his uniform off duty for the Queen of Sheba, and if that's all I liked about him, there would be... There wouldn't be a next date. I pretended it didn't matter, and I dropped it. But, Abby, it does matter. Somehow, I can't seem to work up the enthusiasm for him without the uniform. Don't you think if he really liked me, he'd wear his uniform? Signed, likes uniforms. The fact that he said Queen of Sheba, I think the uniform is the least of your problems. Are we supposed to drink every time she says uniform in this fucking letter? (laughs) Let's start the specialty cocktail (laughs) now. Dear likes, no. Only people who are compelled to wear uniforms day in and day out can appreciate what a bore it is. I don't blame him. Your brass-happy attitude is an admission that you're more interested in the packaging than you are in the product. Absolutely. Maybe it's a kink. I will not lie. It turns me on when Jules goes on for Zazu and Lion King. I don't know what it is about the outfit and the makeup, but I was like, you should wear that outfit home. Will they let you leave with the puppet? No, this isn't Smash. Okay. <laughs> Where you just go stage. out and sign, sign autographs and costumes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I I mean, a, a, a uniform is a turn-on. And actually, maybe we should do the moth report because when um, she saw a picture of uh, my friend Adam, the flight attendant, in his flight attendant uniform, she went, oh, he's so dreamy. I wonder if flight attendants make, I've heard they don't make a lot of money, depending on the airline. Yeah. And then if you fly private, obviously you make more. But then there's also different airlines where the flight attendants are like known to be saucy. Remember Virgin? I don't even know if Virgin flies anymore. Do you remember the movie Up in the Air with Gwyneth Paltrow? No. I, wait, isn't that the one with George Clooney? Mm. I don't know what the Gwyneth Paltrow one is. She's a, or What is it? Hold on. I think Up in the Air is the George Clooney one. The George Clooney movie? Yeah. He's the woman that I'm just going to keep saying Clooney movie. Vera Farmiga? Oh, yes. I love some Vera Farmiga. Um, Vera Farmiga. <laughs> That's actually my safe word. Vera Farmiga. Oh, you're right. That's not what I'm thinking. It is mm, Gwyneth. Gwyneth. Altro. I'm not going to lie. There is something hot about a uniform. But it depends on what you work with. But like, you're a f- JetBlue has pretty good uniforms. But Delta? Ugh. I, I just don't find any of it. It just looks polyester. It's like, come on. I don't know. It, it's, it seems a little bit of View a View from the top. Very different than up in 2003. the air. 2003. Was she a flight attendant? Yes. Christina Applegate, Candace Bergen, Kelly Preston. But were they like the hot flight attendants? So the premise is that they're all trying to like, you know, be a flight attendant. And there's there's a hierarchy. And Christina Applegate 
isn't very bright, and Gwyneth Paltrow is. She studied very well. Like, okay. she's, you know, very studious. A tale of two blondes. Right. And um, she switched the tests. So Gwyneth gets the shitty airline. And Christina <gasps> Applegate gets, like, the... Dubai whatever. Air or right. whatever. And then their lives take a, you know, totally different path because they started out, you know, together. And then she it's, finds out what happened. How is this not sliding doors, but in the air? Right. Yeah. Not the greatest movie, but yet I like Christina Applegate. And pretty I much love everything. Christina Applegate. I do. Your friend reminds me of her. Oh, she does. Mm-hmm. She looks very Applegatean. Yeah. Well, she has that same kind of like structure. Yeah. Structure and like, like approachability. Yeah. And smart and funny you, and cute. And oh my God. Are you going sometimes straight? Sometimes when I just. Raise her nipple and <laughs> trying to get salt. <laughs> Wait, let's go back to this, the the nipple flight of that oh. too, because that's that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Flight attendant uniforms, like the Virgin Atlantic, uh, and Dubai Air, the Dubai Air uniforms. These women are hot. Don't they have like a little like uh, piece of cloth that hangs down? Yeah, or there's something kicky. Like they have a kicky uh, chapeau, you know. Like a little hat off to the side. It's like or if something. Janet Jackson had an airline, it'd be like a nose ring to like her <laughs> earring to her vagina. People of the world unite. Exits are over here and over here. Wow. I mean, you just shook up my Diet Coke doing that all the way <laughs> that down. That is amazing. <laughs> I, it's amazing how you're like, you're going to crash in four, three, two, one. Mm. Uh, mm. What? I mean, that's what all the flight attendants were doing on TikTok for a long time. I'm like, can't we just. Just tell me what I need to do if the plane crashes. Do we need to have a dance? Do I need to learn how to do this, like the the, the floss dance? No one remembers what to do, I'm sure. No, God, scream and shit your pants. That's an honest Someone, performance. There's going to be one person that pays attention. Like, in case of an emergency, shit your pants here and here. Sideways, up and down. Remove your pants here, throw them out there. In but the, the Virgin car. Atlantic, I took a Virgin Atlantic. Oh, yeah, gorgeous. Like yeah. So she's got a Kleenex or a blankie. Wipe your nose. I wonder what that's all about. But the Virgin Atlantic flight attendants were like basically in pasties and a thong because they wanted to be that sexy, you know, airline. They're like, ooh, we're Virgin Atlantic. I'm ah. not wearing underwear. All the chests, like, oh my God, why is she wearing crotchless panties? Can it's I like have a Madonna's coffee? Madonna's "Open Your Heart to Me" video. It's just like a bustier, <laughs> like yeah, just tassels. cone bra. <laughs> Fishnets. This is an amazing flight. What kind of? Wow, okay. fabulous. Does justify my love? No, it's open your heart. Oh my God, is this the sex book? What <laughs> am I looking at? Every week's different. Oh my oh God. God, it's cherished. We all have to be fucking mermaids today. They all seven hour flight. We have to be damp <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> they spray them down. What is this baby oil? Thirteen A wants something. Let me spray you down. Oh, all right, but the cookies slipped right out of my hands. I mean, God. For real. My sandwich is wet. We're doing cherish. Sorry. Okay, now do I have to prop myself up on the cart when it's being wheeled <laughs> all the way down? All right. No, no, no. This, this, this isn't the Little Mermaid. It's cherish. Okay. Anne is going to do the splits today. Debbie Mazar is on the plane. Someone has to let her know we're doing True Blue next <laughs> <Debbie> week. Mazar. <laughs> all right, I have one final article for you from the Warsaw Daily Herald. Herald? Warsaw, Wisconsin, January 2nd, 1970. Stewardess writes, 
This is back when they called them stewardess, okay? Mm. I wonder when they phased that out. This was the 70s. I don't know. Dear Ann Landers, I am a stewardess for one of the leading commercial airlines, and I'm thoroughly disgusted with the insults and abusive treatment we are expected to tolerate from the public. Most stews are pleasant, well-trained, and they try hard to be conscientious. They are interested in the comfort, safety, and well-being of the passengers. It burns me up when passengers snap their fingers and yell, Hey, waitress, how about some more ice? They treat us as if we were barmaids. I'd like to see the doll at their local pub evacuate 103 passengers in 90 seconds. What I resent most is the completely false and highly publicized notion that every stew is shacked up with the pilot or the richest passenger in the first-class section. I am not suggesting that all stews are vestal virgins, but if we played around half as much as people say we do, we wouldn't have enough strength to hang up a coat. The flying public can have all the coffee or tea they want, but they can't have me or any of the 30 stews I know personally. Signed, Sally. Dear Sally, as a frequent traveler, I agree that most stews are efficient, hardworking, and try hard to please the passengers. Your letter says something that needed to be said, and I'm happy to print it. Ayan! I can't imagine sleeping and or dating anyone that, that you I would ever with. see on a plane. Yeah. The passengers mm-hmm. alone. I have seen some real Lulus. Would you want to be hitting that? No. A sailor in every port. No, thanks. Mm-mm. If you, I the just picture you now, port. ever since talking about this as a flight attendant, if somebody snapped their fingers at you. I'd be like, you snap those one more time, I'm going to snap them. I'm going to snap your neck Yeah. in first class. I'll just go up to, when people snap, when I used to bartend and people would snap at me and snap back. I'm like, do you like it? Do you like that? If Why I would back? anybody do that? Like, bartender. <gasps> I'm like, I'm like I, I know you're not snapping your fingers at me. I literally, like, there's something about uh, uh, a bar that I am now 350 pounds and I work for the WWE or whatever. Like, yeah. It's like, what did you just say? I will you throw just... this over your head. I have bleach back here and I will fucking blind you. <laughs> in your you. eyes, yes. Yeah. I'm about to make you a beverage. I'm going to shit in the glass and rim it with my butthole. Did people apologize if you... Like, oh, like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, it just seemed like you were really busy. Yeah, we're 12 people deep. I see you. I'm not blind. I can't believe. How long were you a bartender? A long time. Too long. Like, yeah. are we talking years? Yeah. No, a day. Yes. What, years? years? Like yes. years bartending. I Give me bartend- a number. I bartended God damn it. at Therapy Bar and Grill. and Grill? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I used to call it. Was it really? I mean, they did have a kitchen, but no one ever called it. I don't know. They were hot dogs, but they, It was they, therapy you know. lounge. Um, I was there for, I think, five or six years. And prior to that, I worked at 44 and a half uh, oh for, my. like, uh, almost a year. And then prior to that, like, I had several odd bartending gigs throughout <gasps> the city. And then prior to that, I worked in... Uh, Howl at the Moon Dueling Rock and Roll Piano Bar for, I think, like two or three years in Chicago. That is so specific. Yeah. Um, I've only bartended about three months of my life, and I almost accidentally lit the bar on fire. Was this a coyote ugly? This is back in the smoking days, speaking of smoking in places. Mm -hmm. It was at a place in in New York called Lucia. I don't know if you remember this. And they used to have... Oh, uh, yes. We've talked about this. Lucia on on 48th Street. That you used to be able to smoke, and then I threw... um, an ashtray out in the 
in the trash mm -hmm. like you do. And then uh, I came back and it was a full blaze. <laughs> Yeah, because you can't just empty out an ashtray. No, you have to water well, I thought first. that it was done. I didn't. I didn't know. Oh, you need to think about risk management. Needless to say, they didn't have me back. Let me just say, but they could have collected insurance. I think like the first week of being a flight attendant, I'd be like on my game, and then like the second one would be like, oh, I remember bartending, and this is just like bartending. I would never. I could never survive it. I couldn't. We'll have Can to ask. If now imagine Jim. You don't know Aaron or I. You get on the plane, and we are your flight attendants. There's only two, and it's just Aaron and I. You would get nothing you wanted. Because we will not be working. Go straight to hell, Ike. Yeah. You want a pillow? You is can't get pillows anymore. Is, is this the bathroom? Is there a picture of someone squatting in a box? Yeah, that's the bathroom. You do the math. Yeah, genius. You bought the you bought the flight. You got here. Figure it out. Hey, when are we when are we arriving? Fuck if I know. Why don't you check the map? Look That's at your little screen, screen, okay? Yeah. We give you the screen so that you won't interact with us, just like everybody does with their children now. Take mm -hmm. a screen, yeah. shut up. Do you have up. any more nuts? No. Why? Because there's a Show me yours, okay? Nut, nut allergy. How about we start with a smile? How about we start with me removing your balls from the sack? There's a nut shortage in Brazil, so yeah. suck it, okay? Yeah. Why didn't you eat before there's you got on the plane? There's going to be another shortage between your legs. If you ask me one more fucking time, Oh, you anything. want the whole can? You want the whole can? Oh, I'll give you the whole can. Okay, well, then I'm going to have to wait until the very end of the flight for you to be done with the whole can. Ma'am, I'm not done with him! <laughs> just, can you imagine just, like, all of a sudden, like, the, the dead silence. Like, if you literally raised your voice, like, everyone... Oh Everybody would... Yeah, exactly. It's like a teacher talking. I would, I would fucking... Love that. What if you combine the business model for that, like, Dick's Insult Hut, hut whatever the hell that place Dick's was? Dick's Last Resort. Dick's Last Resort, where they har harass you? Mm -hmm. Like, that is the whole business model, is that we treat you like shit. Okay, actually, I don't. I, maybe I could work there, but I couldn't. I've I've <laughs> gone to those places, and I'm like, it's so I aggressive. don't. I'm like, especially if you're like, you're like, you just come back from, like, visiting your dad at the cemetery, and then you go there, and it's like, you know what? I don't. I just want to shake. Can I have pride? I'm going to argue with you. want to order? Crying. You want to cry? The chili nachos, please. Today. Model. Somebody walked into a meeting and was like, I have an idea for a restaurant. Great. What is it? Shit on everybody. It's, it's going to be a seafood restaurant. All right. Um, okay. And um, we're going to serve fries. Things like that. Okay. Mm. All right. And uh, we're going to beat the shit out of people before they leave. Emotionally. Just emotionally. Sure. Just wreak havoc on their on their feelings. That I just can't even... Also... The business model meeting for Hooters. Okay. Ready? Here's the business meeting model. Model meeting. Mm -hmm. A model meeting. Sure. Um, okay. So I have an idea for a restaurant. Okay. And I'd like to get financial backing. Sure. Okay. Um, we're going to serve, you know, it's kind of average pub food. It's like grilled cheese, wings. Our wings are great. Mm. Um, fries, things like that. Mm. Simple sort of pub <laughs> You really... You really like fries. Yeah, I really am into fries. There's, uh, There's a lot of fried like, items. Yeah. Uh, and uh, all the women who serve, it's only going to be women uh -huh. as the servers. And the minimum cup size will be 36 double D. Oh, okay. Oof. 
Shimmer tights. Huh. Hear me out. Like Janet, the opening of the first season of Three's Company? Yes, where the color is about three shades darker than her own body. <laughs> yeah. But course. it shimmers a little bit. No, I can't. And short, short, shorty shorts that are wedged up their ass. What Vagina shorts. Okay. $5 million. Mm. To start great. it. Will you? Sounds great. Harsh overhead lighting. Absolutely. Okay, great. Okay, good. Good. I'll check. It'll be in my bank by Thursday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, should we call Moth? Do you want to? Yeah. Let's All right. Let's her. just see if we catch her. Let's call her. If we don't, then if she's left us behind, I can't fault her for that. All right. It's time. Are you ready? And now it's time for the Moth Report. It's time to call me. And see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. Hit it, toots. A dee 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 dee. That's right. It's time. It's time to call my mother. It's time to call my mother and find out if she ever wants to talk to us again after we let her sit in a house on a hot day waiting for our call, not realizing that cell phones travel with you. That's right. You're not attached to any any line. Hello. We Can got you hear her. me? Oh, absolutely. Are you are you outside with your cell phone? I am absolutely sitting on the deck. Uh, so I'm not gonna move. Well, so we you're don't lose clear. Connection. You are you are the clearest we have ever heard you. Clear as a bell. Excellent. <laughs> it's uh, but I am kinda gonna miss that weird uh robot voice, you guys. Mm. Oh that was God, a good I don't time. like that. I but don't it's... like your robot voice. <laughs> That still happens. I don't know why. Uh, that's what I get for getting a new phone. Well, that's what you get. How so, is everybody today? We are lovely. It's so hot. So <laughs> this is my... She's coming in this hot, This is my boys. moth report. It's hot. It's hot. And it's going to be hot tomorrow. And it was hot yesterday. And I'm ready to go out of my mind. I'm going to self-immolate here or combust or whatever they call it. But Self-immolate? What oh is that like word? What is that? I don't, I don't know. know. Jules, look up immolate. If see if it's a real word, Emily. will you? <laughs> immolate. I m o l a t e. I assume. Uh, but I think you, there's two M's. You combat uh, the heat by going inside and watching Tom Cruise movies. Oh, <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, I'd rather sit outside. Thank you. Oh, um, but wait, didn't you uh, go see Top uh, Gun the other day? Say again? Didn't you go to the movies and see Top yes, Gun? Yes. We did. We went to the movies, and I really went because I know that they give a big amount of ice cream when you order a, a medium. And so I was there. I sent your father to find the seats, and I, I said, I'll get the ice cream. And he said, I don't want any. He never wants any. Something, something wrong with him. So uh, I got my usual, and it was like, oh, so good. And uh, it's nothing. I haven't done that in, like, years. It's, it just kind of was kind of nice to go to a movie, and then we got a pizza afterwards. So oh, just the it picture was of health, like, yeah. just a yes, portrait I know. of health. Pizza and ice. We never cream. leave the house. We're like we're like you Why know. Why do you guys eat like your fifth grade boys? Yeah. <laughs> Say again. <laughs> you know what? I, I, you know you might hear me, but I'm hearing very a, a strong echo. But oh, um, oh. well, can you hear me when I say? Jules just looked up the word immolate, and I am yes. so impressed by your oh. correct usage of a ah. word I did not think was real. The definition is to kill or offer as a sacrifice, especially by burning. Now, there you go. See, I think everybody should have a new word of the day. Now, Every day, 
Learn a new word. Here's how they used it in a sentence. Chinese kings would immolate vast numbers of animals. That is depressing, but that is how they used oh it God. in dictionary.com. So congratulations oh on introducing our listeners to a new word. Everybody use yeah. immolate in a sentence today. I'm going to use oh, Emily I'm, later. I already did mine. <laughs> use her and throw her away. Uh, so just a question for you. And now, uh, okay. The theme, this, the theme today is airplanes. Airplanes. Air travel. Okay. Got you. Now, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to take a pause at this moment in case we cut this information out. But do you want to share your recent airplane story? Please. You mean the, the one where I had a bit of an accident? <laughs> you mean that one? Is that the reason I don't fly? I, I, that's it. I'm not flying anymore. They can't. They can't entice me to fly anywhere now. I'll take a car. Or They'll a bus immolate or a you train. if you do. So what? Okay, explain to the good people what happened on a recent flight to Florida. First of all, Florida. Yes. Well, I had a set. donut. I had a donut before I got on the plane, and a small cup of coffee. I hardly take took any of it because it was so hot. So I the donut was like soaking up everything in my body and so i needed water like now and they and they kept saying well the, the way you know the the stewardess is going to come around with 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 water and drinks and stuff like that i kept waiting and waiting and waiting an hour and a half went by and i was like oh my god and you know me i'm never thirsty and so i was like horrified i said i, I need some water and then all of a sudden I started feeling a little funny, so of course my usual to your father, do you mind if I put my head on your shoulder? But I never got the sentence out. I passed out and uh, and uh, lost control a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, now, don't gloss over the best part of this this story. Like, point of sisters, you think you're going to lose control, but you think you like it? <laughs> but or? a little bit, just a little bit. So you, you, uh, you were passed out. And yes. you uh, released liquids? Did you piss yourself? Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know how else to say it. I didn't even know I had any liquid in me. <laughs> but I said to your father, I said, you got to get me down to that bathroom. And it was in the back of the plane. And when that you point, what's the point? You were done. Yeah. So it was in the back of the plane. <laughs> yeah, right. So he, he got me down the back, and the, 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 the waitresses there knew that I was in distress. <laughs> And um, so he said, I, I got to get water. I, I, and like, you know, I just took a big glass of ice with water. And as soon as I did, I was better. However, I had befouled the seat I was sitting in. <laughs> and, uh, I just didn't know. I, I was already kind of, I saw, so I, I said to my niece on the way out, I said, How, am I, do I look funny from behind? <laughs> because I, so, That's so she said, question. just. What? That's a loaded question, literally. Yes, I know. So she's just a little. So I put my jacket around my waist and found my way to a ladies' room, and I had my luggage, and I made a quick change. So uh, after that, I was fine the rest of the week. I didn't have any more problems. But it was a distressing, like, case of dehydration and that donut. And um, it, it was just all added up together, and it was like, oh, my God. Uh now I know that I need to drink more water. <laughs> uh, uh, I like that uh, that was the moral of the story. And I all I can think of is who got on that plane afterwards and sat in I, 5P? <laughs> I feel 
I keep, you know, I feel so guilty about that. I keep thinking about that. Like, if that was me getting on the plane, I would have flipped out, you know? So, but you I, never I don't know. told I don't anybody. Wanna, you know, never, I don't even want to think about it. You know that they can remove those seats. Those are flotation devices. So, God forbid that thing should have to make a water landing and somebody <laughs> who's in 5P grabs the pee pad. Right, right. And, and the is, thing is floating is, in the leather. Atlantic going, God, it smells like urine out I'm here. I'm sure they factor that in. I'm sure you're not the only person that has Has peed into this, a seat? seat. I, I hope not. Uh, but I was it, it leather? It soured me on flying. I have to say. <laughs> it soured me on flying because I don't want a PC. Yeah, I mean, smell I, I on mean, the plane. I'm going private from now on. Just now I be, have to go to just the for you. We're gonna soil both these seats. I'm doing it right now. I'm wetting <laughs> oh, my Patty. pants. Patty, do you have any more questions from my mother and the pee event before we send no, her I to think, go wet somebody I think else's? We have thoroughly moistened my brain. <laughs> We have released every piece of inform piece of information. Yeah, yeah well, I, am I, I appreciate you sharing these stories with the uh, with your listening audience. I'm sure they're probably, you know, losing their appetites right, right I now. I am soaking well, myself. Of them are upset, yes, but. exactly. <laughs> One Patreon subscriber just, you know, cut and ran. But other than ah. that, we thank you so much for sharing this very illuminating story on the Moth yeah, Report. Well, a very special Moth Report mm, this week. A very, yes. A very on my, uh, How much I love to fly. Yes. A soaking okay. Moth Report. Well, it was, uh, I hope you guys keep cool because it's like 99 degrees back home today. Uh, we and got it's nice up here. It's disgusting. <laughs> Well, we thank you it's, so much is. for being part of this very special Moth Report. Go and get in the water, for the love of God. I'm Pee in that swimming. lake. You guys take care and have a great weekend. Nice oh, talking to you, Patty. Nice talking to you. And you too, Jim. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> have a good day, Aaron. Oh, All you've you ashamed guys. the family, Mother. Shame on the family. <laughs> I know. I thank you very much. Name. Oh, God. Okay. Please See do. you later. Bye. All right, Call bye. Me Crystal. Okay, bye-bye. Call me Crystal. What's wrong with Call her? Me Crystal. I don't know why she said that right before she. She is obsessed with the name Crystal. I said, change your name, meaning the family name. But she's like, all right, I'll take Crystal. All of her social media is on, is Crystal something. Like she's changed everything so that she can fly under the radar and stalk everybody. But her name is Crystal. So when I look at who's looking at my stories on Instagram, I see Crystal. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm the only one who, I know you. I know you. Shady Crystal. All right. I think it's time at long, long last. Yes. For time for the little Instagram mail. What do you say? Yes. It's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. My mother, Pete on Delta Flight 503. God help you if you get 33B. It is soaking right now. That is absolutely gross. And she blamed it on a donut. She blamed the whole thing on a donut. That is right. It is time for Instagram mail. We answer one of your Instagram mail questions here on the air every week. So if you have a question about what it is to pee on a flight to Florida, please email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial on Instagram or Twitter, and we will answer your question right here on the air right now. Patois, this week's Instagram mail question, will you please share it with the good people? Yes. Dear Pod, my wife's mother is and always has been amazing to me ever since we got married. But 
Each time she greets me, she kisses me on the mouth, and it lingers a little too long. How do I avoid this, and do I tell my wife that I think this is inappropriate? Oh. Signed, Mama's a Mouthful in Arlington. Dear Mom's Mouth, I wish I could say I've heard this one before, but alas, no. Maybe Mama is having a heat stroke as her lips touched yours, or you remind her of her younger days, or she's just really hot under the girdle for you. In any case, be polite and try tilting your head when she goes in for the kiss. <laughs> Or, like tilting to the side? Yes, oh, okay. or duck and have her hit your forehead. Or your, put your hand over her mouth and say, you're too fresh for me, Mrs. Robinson. Or if you really want to put that tongue to work, you should meet me in the pool house after dessert. I'm sure you can come up with something that'll give her the hint without having to make it any more uncomfortable as it appears to be for you. But I have to ask, how was it? Yeah. No, really, how was it? Gross. Oh, this is disgusting to me. Absolutely gross. This is what Anne has to say. Damn mouth. Who does your mother-in-law think you are? Bob Baca? I can't believe in this post-COVID world anyone even wants to wave to each other, let alone French in front of your wife. But before you start writing letters to Penthouse, bear in mind this is probably a generational and or cultural thing. My Jules comes from an Italian family. They all but give you a reach around when you first enter a room. There was one Christmas party that felt like eyes wide shut. But as I always say, there is a fine, fine line between sexual harassment and being Italian. Ask Placido Domingo. People need to be taught your personal boundaries. I would start by telling your wife her mama's tongue jack in your face. If she didn't see it before, she will now. Let your wife approach the subject with her. If it's awkward for a while, so be it. At least you won't leave Thanksgiving with a raging case of herpes. Things will calm down after a while and your boundaries will be established. Or you can just dodge and weave like your Evander Holyfield for the rest of yours and her life. Good luck, you spittle-soaked son of a bitch, and happy avoiding. And... Well. I... 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 Go on. I had a friend who is a welcome mouth kisser. Male or female? Male, gay. Oh. Yeah. Also a face grabber. So you can't get out of it. Face grabber, mouth kisser. What a horrible combination. That's intense. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm definitely like, well, I think I think we're dating. A mouth? A mouth grab mouth mouth face grabber, grabber face kisser. <laughs> Face grabber, mouth kisser. Mm -hmm. And it's like a bridge too far for me. Some people are not huggers. I'll hug. I got no problem there. It's the, it's the kissing. And also the misread. Sometimes people do the cheek kiss and then you do the accidental dodge so that you accidentally, yes. accidentally on purpose mouth kiss. Yeah, I accidentally fucked. I mean, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> I didn't know if your dick was going left or right, so I just went straight down the middle. Well, it does curve. <laughs> Gross. I don't like saying the D word. It makes me feel funny. Dick? Yeah, that. Should we just go right into specialty cocktail peoples? Person. It seems like young James is ready to go. It's time for oh, a specialty cocktail specialty drink throw it in your face your and you're gonna pee on the seat let my mother sweet. smack you on the face with her mouth and her lips and tongue what wait what i don't know anymore but i'm singing that's right it's time for specialty cocktail 
Every week we have a very special specialty cocktail, and this week's specialty cocktail is the one-hitter. Is that James Jules Ferris stealing mini bottles of booze from the cart when the flight attendant isn't looking? For this you will need one mini bottle of your favorite go-to liquor or whatever is available on that Delta flight from Newark to Orlando on the pea-soaked seat of my mother, 33B. Wow. All right, here, here's what you're going to have to do. Open bottle and forget about the fact that you're in the middle seat for the next six hours. Truth. Get hammered. You know, when all else fails, here are the what tasting are notes. Like it or not, we need booze in our lives. There are days when I can see myself walking around with a bottle in my hand taking necessary sips when needed. But for some reason, society frowns upon that, and the people around you start judging you and throw words at you like intervention. You know what those people need? A drink! And what better way to help take that monkey off your back than carrying a little shot of calmness in your pocket and purse? For those of you who aren't ready to travel with your own flask, this little mini baby is the perfect introduction to taking a private sip when you need it the most, but don't want to attract attention to yourself. Whether you're in the air, at a hotel, sitting in a cold football stadium during homecoming week, or just going to the movies, this little bottle goes a long way. Now, if you will excuse me, I am going to see the revival of Death of a Salesman on Broadway, and that show is clocking in at three and a half hours. This handful of Maker's Mark Mini should do the trick. Those are Jules' tasting notes. Look at this! <gasps> we have an assortment, a melange, a choice, a poo-poo platter of mini airplane bottles to pick from. What what do we have there, Patty? Tell the people. Oh, we have Aviation American Gin. So cute! And a plastic bottle. Okay. Oh, there you go. I see what you did there. Grey Goose Vodka. Very fancy. In a glass bottle. A more high-end. Maker's Mark. Plastic bottle. Plastic? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. And? Bombay Sapphire. Glass bottle. Oh, very fancy. So we get our choice of which liqueur we would want. You pick, Patty. Ladies first. I guess I'll go with the Bombay. I think I'm going to go with the aviation. Save that Grey Goose for a rainy day, you know? Because that's like a large mini bottle. It's impressive. You're going to get a lot of bang for your buck. Good. I have absolutely no food in my stomach. So bottoms up. I'm about to pass out. I I need like... uh, We uh, need like real food. Yes. And we're about to do a shot. I'm I'm just taking a sip. Take a little sip. Oh, Oh, yeah. Smells like rubbing alcohol. Let me see, because these are both gins, right? Can I smell your gin? Okay. This legit smells like, was it Betty Take, Ford who used to drink rubbing alcohol? Kitty, no, Kitty Kelly? Du, Kitty Dukakis. Kitty Dukakis. Kitty Kelly, who's that? Kitty Kelly wrote, uh, she was an author. She wrote. I, can, I can't even smell this. Probably you have COVID. Oh, God willing. This smells like I Like, because that, that's sore. not, you have a classy gin. Okay. I, have, I do not have the classy gin. This is rubbing alcohol. So bottoms up, everybody. Here's to flying. Hi. <laughs> Wowie zowie! Look, I know that we record these at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. But usually... That is, I need a sandwich. I, I think I do. I feel really hungry and I feel a little dizzy. I think I'm going to just pee right here in this seat. I'm going to... I'm going to... Nope, that's all I can do. Hey, nope. That's a strong-ass gin. Hey, next time y'all are flying... Shout out to Aviation American Gin. If you want one little bottle that's going to get the job done on your, your puddle jumper 
to Washington, D.C. No grab pun yourself- intended for your mom. I guess- <laughs> oh, my God. The, my mother's the puddle jumper. <laughs> She's the puddle dropper. The rest of the plane That's was the puddle jumper. I puddle jumped. Should we call puddle jumper? <laughs> Good old puddle jumper. She's puddle all the way jumper down to crystal. God help you if you're on flight 183 to Delta. Hi, my name's Puddle Jumper Crystal. <laughs> breaker, breaker, one nine. Call me Crystal, Puddle Jumper. Breaker, breaker, one nine. This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions. Beep.